Many still perceive Trump as a keen businessman who will keep the economy open and Biden as a socialist puppet who'll shut the place down, which, by the way, he has said he will absolutely not do. The media's biggest miscalculation this year may have been that Trump voters don't much care about the virus that has killed so many, including the health care workers trying to save their lives. Whatever happened, the election was much, much closer than any of us expected. The pandemic did little to bring down the president who had mismanaged it and lied about it. In this nail-biter election, Republicans were jaw-droppingly close to keeping control of the Senate and to add insult to Democrats, robbed four blue seats in the House, maybe as many as 12, while Democrats failed to win control of the state legislatures they had targeted. But Salon.com's Bob Seska, the guy who said he didn't want to see any damned balloons until Trump was defeated, is surprisingly upbeat today. Bob? Thanks, Buzz. As I write this late in the day on November 4, Joe Biden is on the verge of becoming the 46th president of the United States. By the time you hear this, it may already be done, even without a definitive call in Pennsylvania. While there are various downsides in the margins, and I'll get to those reasons presently, by the way, There are many more reasons to rejoice. First and foremost, the sinister reign of Donald Trump is coming to an end. At long last, the hemorrhaging will be cauterized. Americans will once again be reminded that being presidential matters, that dignity, humility, and honor from our chief executive is how we do things here. From the moment the lockdowns began in March, we knew this was going to be a messy as hell election with uncertainty and loads of authoritarian shenanigans from Trump. After all, just prior to the pandemic, he was impeached and put on trial for attempting to cheat in this election. The psychological pain came on election night, though, when we allowed our hopes for the outcome to supersede what the numbers were telling us. Consequently, when our immense desire for a landslide dwindled, we felt crushed. Yet this is how most presidential elections of the past 20 years have gone, by narrow margins, with the vote count lasting well into the rest of the week and beyond. It's just as much a mistake for Democrats to expect Obama 2008-sized victories as it is for Republicans to expect Reagan 1984-sized victories. In today's era of negative partisanship, voter suppression, and hyper-divisiveness, we can and should expect more wafer-thin margins like this, especially as we further refine the vote-by-mail process. That being said, we shouldn't crap all over this victory for Joe Biden. The last time an incumbent president was ousted was 28 years ago. The time before that was 40 years ago. One-term presidents are the exception, not the rule, and yet it looks like Joe Biden has made Donald Trump yet another one-term loser. Think about it, though. After January 20th, we won't have to pay any attention to anything Donald Trump says, short of his court appearance.